Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. I'm Co Hodges. I'm one of the lead instructors and co-founders of Unraveled Academy. And today I have the awesome treat of getting to talk to the amazing Rebecca Lane. Um, she has been a part of Unraveled from the beginning, just with our mindset wrapped around the holistic concept of creative living and, uh, and our education platform as a whole. Um, she has taught at our first retreat and has been a key player in our online content as well. So thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So can we dig in and just talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial background and your creative work? Sure. I have been an entrepreneur for about 20 years now. I started straight out of college. Um, I opened a coffee shop in Mexico and lived there for a few years. Um, And then I came back to the States and I've launched five businesses since then. The majority of them are startup art brands that pair with philanthropy too. There's always a connection of art and philanthropy together. And my latest has been Global Guardian Project, which is a nonprofit for kids that teach about global responsibility and sustainability. Oh, amazing. Hey, you've, done, you've done a lot, girl. <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> it's been amazing to watch you it just be a rock star in so many different capacities. And, you know, the reason why we got really involved is is mostly because of your healing work, um, mm-hmm. specifically the yoga nidra that you began practicing and then now teach. Um, so can yeah. you tell everybody a little bit about what led you to practice nidra and now to teach it? Sure. So being an entrepreneurial creative, I was constantly struggling with kind of a balance between um, being a creative, being a business owner, and then all the other hats that you have to wear during the day. And I always had a real spiritual connection with everything that I did. And so as my yoga practice was developing alongside my work, it was just something that I would do for myself. That was my time to take away from the rest of the world, go in and self-care. And I was introduced to Nidra a few years ago, about two and a half years ago. And I had already become a yoga teacher and I'd gone through that whole path. And in all of the years that I was practicing yoga, I had never learned about Nidra. Mm -hmm. And it's a very small limb of yoga that is um, hardly ever used, really. Um, and I needed something more for my practice. Um, I was going through a divorce. I sold one of my businesses within a week's time. Like my life got flipped upside down and I was lost. And so um, I wasn't able to get on my mat to practice because I would just fall apart. Um, I lost my meditation practice because I couldn't sit with myself with my brain because then all of the feelings would come together. And one of my friends introduced Nidra to me. Like, What is this? Mm-hmm. And I tried it and I fell in love immediately. It was the best, most therapeutic thing that could come into my life at that point. And so um, as the type of person that I am, I needed to understand what is going on in my brain? How is this working? How does it function? And so I took a deep dive into it and I started researching and learning and taking classes. And then I became uh, an instructor myself. Mm. 
Amazing. Uh, your, your story obviously hits, hits home for me. Um, we had, you know, a little bit of a parallel experience just with our divorces, um, with mm-hmm. being mothers, with being entrepreneurs, with, you know, yeah. uh, having the creative outlook for life and, and just wanting X, Y, and Z so hard. Um, <laughs> and, and then, and then with all of that, trying to find the balance, um, I know me specifically, I had never heard of yoga nidra and, you know, my version of yoga before I met you was laying on a mat in the dark and, uh, trying not to fall asleep while my kids were playing at the, you know, the play yard at the gym. Right. Um, but then I got to go to a retreat that you threw, um, in September of last year, um, Mm -hmm. in Idlewild, California, and it was life changing and Mm -hmm. just being able to, it was easy. It was easy. And I love how you tell everybody, if you can lay on a mat, you can do yoga nidra. And that's exactly what it was. And it was just this practice of mindfulness that I, that I hadn't done at the time I too was going through my divorce and it was nasty and it was so hard. And I had so much guilt wrapped up in it and so much self-doubt and self-loathing and all the things that come from divorce. Right. And it was literally the most uplifting experience. So I was like, we have to incorporate this more um, in, into what we do at Unraveled. So I know people mm-hmm. are like, oh, the holistic aspect. Like, what does that even mean? Like, it's mind, mm-hmm. body, and soul for the creative human. It matters. All of it is intertwined. It and is. It's, it is all intertwined. And, and Nidra is so good. It's so good for people like us who are so busy, you know, we talk about, I don't even like saying busy because busy is like a status for us right. in our culture. Like the busier you are, the better you are. It's yeah. not. It's vulnerable and Nidra is the exact opposite. It's the practice of literally doing nothing. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> people, our people, we don't understand what doing nothing means. Like we have to do something in order to do nothing. Like we never lie and do absolutely nothing right so it's hard for sometimes for people to really understand like you're you think you're doing nothing but you're watching tv or you're working out or you're doing these things for yourself but you're being active and exerting energy nidra is a restoration of the entire mind and body process so you are literally lying there doing nothing but listening to my voice and you don't even have to listen with your ears because your body absorbs the things that I say when I take you through a practice anyways. Mm-hmm. And so you are, I'm literally asking you to just do nothing. And people don't realize how sweet and how um, profoundly therapeutic that that is until you actually lie there and do nothing for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Absolutely. Come out of it. And like, what was that? That was amazing. Oh, yes. Oh, I can, I can attest to that. And, you know, when we first started like, okay, how, how can I take this and and Rebecca and put it in to what we do? And it started with our workshop, the workshop that Sarah and I started uh, unraveled with and uh, Rebecca made some custom Nidra meditations for our students, which, you know, was an online workshop. And, the response we got from how much those four meditations helped 
was unbelievable. So we're like, okay, we need to do more. So then we yeah. did the in-person retreat, which we're doing again, because it was literally everybody's favorite part. And I was like, yeah. yep. And it was so interesting to me because, you know, a lot of people come to photography retreats um, because of the names and and to see people that they've been admiring for a couple of years. I know I have done that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I told everybody, you know, in the initial meet and greet, I was like, just wait. You think that you're going to leave here with all this technical knowledge, but I promise you the most important thing you're going to leave here with is being okay with yourself and like yeah. this inner healing that's going to come from this, from this work that you're going to do. And yeah. everybody, everybody said that in our anonymous survey afterwards, everybody was like, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. just the healing properties there. So exactly. in the letter, in the letter, the huge, a huge part about that weekend was, um, Dropping the baggage, which was something that I worked on with them from the beginning and letting go of the stress and the things that are weighting you down so that you're open and clear and ready to receive when you're taking these classes and learning all these things like you, Mm -hmm. you can't absorb good newness if you're cluttered with the old. And so I think that was a very important um, message that was given to the, to the students that time around. And it kind of just really um, solidify the fact that self-care and taking care of yourself and preparing yourself so that you can be your best is very, very important. And it tends to be the last thing that we usually do mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs and partners and parents and all of the roles that we play. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, and I, I feel like this, that's a good segue into, okay, most people's question is, all right, but how do, can I really implement you know, this type of practice like Nidra into my daily routine. Um, you know what I mean? Like how I don't have time. I mean, I'm even guilty of that. I'm like, I don't have enough seconds in the day to do everything I need to do as a a business woman and as a mom and as a partner and all of these different things. Again, all the hats we wear, like we were talking about earlier, like, what would you say to that? So, um, that's completely understandable. And there are a few different types of people who function better at different times of the day. So for example, um, people who are just starting out with meditation will usually do about a 20 minute nidra meditation. And so um, you can start right away in the morning if you want to set an intention for your day um, by just placing, you have the MP3 in your on your phone, set um, your earbuds next to your nightstand, wake up, wake up 20 minutes early if you have to, wake up, plug them in, lie down again, and just listen. Even if your body falls back asleep, you're still receiving the messages. Or if in the early afternoon, for me, it was always the, my um, struggle was in the early afternoon. I would get really tired and sluggish and I would start drinking way too much coffee. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Did not do any, you know, it didn't do any good. Yeah. So I would lie down and do a 20 minute nidra meditation then, and I was totally recharged and I was totally restored and ready to go for the next few hours. Um, and if it's somebody who, uh, a lot of people have trouble sleeping or will fall asleep and wake up in the middle of the night. If you do a nidra session right before bed, if it just lulls you into a sleep, it sets you into that low brain frequency so that you're already where you should be by using the meditation. And they say that um, it is that improvement that with Nidra meditations, the guidance is intentional and we take you down to a theta brainwave. And this brainwave is your most restorative 
spot that you can get yourself into and doing a 30 minute meditation is the equivalent of getting three hours of sleep. So if you're lacking sleep, if you have a sleep deficit, Nidra is also amazing for you too, because it gives you a chance to recuperate those hours that you're missing in a day. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I had a really close girlfriend of mine who did a practice with you and mm-hmm. and a couple other healing sessions and she struggled. She and I were night shift nurses together in the emergency room and she struggled with sleep so bad. Mm-hmm. Her sleep patterns were awful. She was always tired and just miserable. And she started doing this and it was life changing for her. So it was mm-hmm. just so cool to see it. Just re- really the proof's in the pudding. And and it's not hard and you don't have to be like I I don't consider myself like this, you know, yogi even I don't think I can like slap that on me because I'm not not really really that great at yoga I'll go but <laughs> this is something that everybody can do and it's not limited you know it's not limiting it's, anybody it's like, I like to call it yoga 101 <laughs> yes there's nobody who cannot lie down in shavasana for 20 minutes right. and the best case scenario is I can I'll get you to that that sinking spot where you're very, very receptive and absorbing. Worst case scenario, you fall asleep and you get a 20 minute nap. Like you really can't lose. No, you really can't. <laughs> you know, when you are sleeping and you think that your ears are not listening, that they're not hearing what I'm saying, it's not true because your body on a cellular level absorbs information, whether or not your ears are listening to you. So you're still getting everything that you need. Even if you do fall asleep. Oh. So for those of you that are listening to this and like that, it sounds badass. How can I get some of that? So we've done a couple of things and true to Unraveled Style, we really want to be uh, to have our content be accessible to the masses in multiple capacities. So by the time this show goes to air, we will be having um, Rebecca's creating a series of guided meditations, yoga ninja meditations that will live in packs, kind of like preset packs that all us photographers love so much. Those will be living on the website. So you can get a pack of meditations that will be specific to your needs. And then we are also, this is very exciting, we are also developing a workshop that she will be teaching. um, And it's just going to be so amazing. We'll also be living on the Unraveled website. um, And it just really digs into the base of your individual issues, whether it's with anxiety, whether it's with depression, self-doubt, whatever it might be, it is deep work. It's important work. And it honestly, I can attest to it's life-changing. And the stuff that that came out for me was surprising. Unexpected. Yeah, unexpected. It It usually is unexpected. Yeah, especially when you're working with, we did a little deeper in a, in the workshop that I'll be putting together is we'll be working with, with um, addressing uh, negative patterns mm-hmm. and working through negative patterns and neutralizing those patterns. And very oftentimes when you start doing that work, you don't realize, you think that it's one thing and it turns out to be another. Mm-hmm. And so it's exciting and interesting um, and deep, like you said, it's really deep work and it's profound and it's life-changing. Oh, it really is. And it, it's something that, again, is applicable to everybody, literally to everybody and not just creatives, but these are um, specific to the creative person as that's what we cater to. That's what our student body is. Um, It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. I promise you this stuff, it gets real. It it really does. I know. What what did you find to be the most eye-opening part 
of, of your journey specifically when you were really digging in for yourself before you even began teaching? Just the awareness. Mm-hmm. You, um, the, w- the one really beautiful thing that after you practice nature for a while is that you get to witness yourself as almost like a third party. Like you get to watch yourself and your behaviors and note the way that you behave. Like when you're in a, what normally when you're in a moment and you're heated and you're angry, you're not thinking straight. But with Nidra, it helps you to clarify your mind so that when instances do come up again, you can kind of witness yourself and how you behave almost like a a neutral third party. And then in doing that, you really check yourself like, oh crap, I I do behave like that. Like what they say, you know, somebody is right. Like I have those patterns. And then, but then you recognize them. Mm -hmm. It can be a little bit humbling. You recognize them and then you work on, on neutralizing them so that they don't control you anymore. And our negative patterns are, you know, in our, our conscious and our subconscious. And so some of them we can tackle, which is great. That's like the coaching work that I do. But some of it is on a subconscious level. And that's where Nidra takes place, steps in and starts to do the work for you on this level that you can't consciously tap in on your own. And so in doing these workshops and in incorporating Nidra in this uh, self-care work, you're working on a conscious and a subconscious level, which means you're really, really digging into the good stuff. Amazing. And I would love to talk a little bit more about self-care because obviously all of this wraps into yeah. to self-care and that's a hot topic in the last couple of years as people are coming forward to be like, well, look, it's a big deal. You have to take care of yourself or you can't take care of other people. So let's talk more about that as it applies to to both of us even. Uh, I know that I have deficits there for sure. Where where would you say that you're lacking when it comes to like self-care? Um, I would definitely say just giving the time because as a as an you know, a creative entrepreneur, mm-hmm. we have our artistic side, we have our right brain side, and then we have our analytical, our business side, and our left brain side, and we have to be functioning back and forth and back and forth between both sides, all day, every day, mm-hmm. and there, it brings a level of, of exhaustion that I believe that some other people just don't understand. Right. Um, juggling all kinds of things. We're starting these big, amazing businesses and doing all this really good work for, for our community and for the world. And so there's, there's so much excitement in doing the things that we're doing, but all of our energy goes to all of those other things, taking care of kids and taking care of the business and things like that. We only have a finite amount of energy in our bodies that we're able to give every single day. And so we're usually the last ones in line at the end. What we don't realize is that day after day, month after month, year after year, we're the ones that end up in the deficit. The price is paid by everybody. Mm. Our family is not taking care of as well as it could be. Our business probably isn't doing as well as it could be. And it's because we're not giving ourselves that, that opportunity to restore ourselves, rejuvenate ourselves fill ourselves up so that we can give more and do more. And that's something that um, I struggled with a lot for the probably, I would say probably the first 10 years of being a parent, mm-hmm. but I almost wore it as like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so exhausted. Yeah. I'm such a mother. Look at all this doing for everybody. Poor me. Like what a crappy way to live. Yes. But I did it because it was a learned 
habit or is a learned pattern from somebody else, mm-hmm. maybe my parents, maybe somebody else. Maybe it was society in that time. Like when you're first a parent, like everybody is so exhausted and all you talk about is how exhausted you are and how much you're doing and all of these things. And it's almost like it's like this automatic conversation that it needs to be had yep. by culture today, which is super annoying because who's winning at being super busy? Nobody. Like exactly. you're winning when you've got time. Mm-hmm. When you have a ton of time to do whatever you want, then you're winning. Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like winning to me. <laughs> while you're successfully like paying the bills. If you can pay the bills and enough free time, then great. Oh, that's the goal. That's one. <laughs> That's everybody's goal. I love what you said about the being the badge of honor. And and I agree with that wholeheartedly. I've, I've too been in that case where I'm like, oh, I'm running on one hour of sleep. Oh my gosh. Like this is, this is it. Like I'm doing it. I'm crushing life when realistically you can only do that for so long before the bottom falls out and then things crumble. Relationships fall apart. You fall apart your health goes. And that's so important. I mean, if, if not the most important part is your health so that you can take care of your family and your business. And yeah. for most of us, our businesses are like our children and our babies. We, we believe in them so much. We want them to be successful so badly that we're willing to dump in however much time it, it takes to, to do, you know, to achieve yeah. the dream. But the reality is if you step back and and take a look at the big picture, the years fly by. And at the end of, you know, the next decade, do you want to be an, an anxious wreck who's burned out of everything and missed a ton of stuff from their kids? Yeah. You know? or, yeah. Or you step back and you say, wait, hold up. This is not my dream. This isn't my dream. What I thought I was supposed to be doing for the past 10 years. Like, this is not bringing me happiness. It's not bringing, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not, this dream that has been, I told myself or someone else told me and I believed isn't me. Mm-hmm. It's not I want. And for me, that's what happened to me. It was super scary and very, very hard, but also very liberating at the same time. Absolutely. Because as we say, like when, you know, you work up to this point and if things end up falling apart as they did, for me, at one point, it was really, really traumatic, but also how liberating is it to be able to take all of the pieces that have fallen apart mm-hmm. and pick them up, only the ones that you want and let the rest of them go. Yeah. And it was at that moment that I realized that all of that martyring that I was doing and all of that work, work, work and busy, busy, busy and look at how successful that my businesses are meant nothing to me. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. And it it is true. I I had, you know, a similar experience in a different capacity. I was a nurse for almost 10 years by the time I was done. And I didn't like my job, but it was this like mentality of like, you go, you work hard and then you come home and that's just how we live. And right. And then putting in the time and, and, you know, put your head down and do the work and come home and, and there's no work there. So then when I was like, this isn't fulfilling to me and I want to do creative work, then I was doing both things for a while and I was Mm -hmm. working nonstop. And that's where I was like, you know, and there, there's some element of that. There's, there's a little bit of like, you know, there's going to be times when it's going to be hard and you do have to put your nose down and get shit done. But 
you can't sustain, it's not sustainable. You can't do that forever or everything will fall apart. And that's when you take a step back and you're like, oh man, like what, what am I doing and why? And really put the, the time in to evaluate your life and what you really want out of it. When I really looked at what I truly wanted out of my life, you know, this last year has been incredibly hard. It was hard on my family. Um, and and when, you, when you step back, you're like, what do I really want? I just want this simple, happy life. You know, like you were saying earlier, like if I have some free time and I'm paying my bills, boom, that's solid gold for me. Like yeah. that's the dream. And, and everybody's healthy and everyone's taken care of and there's love flying around. Oh man, can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> well, I have to say thank you for everything that you've done for the community. Um, again, you've been here since the beginning. And I remember even telling you about this concept that Sarah and I had. And you're like, oh, it's brilliant. And all of the time and energy you've put into just our student body and with the healing work and with the meditations and all the things that we have to look forward to in the future, just from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. It's been such a fun ride. It is. And so much more to come. So you guys stay tuned again, by the time this goes live on air, uh, the meditations will be up on the website and actually the workshop will be right around the corner. So, uh, stay tuned in the group, stay tuned on social media. We'll be coming out with more information on that, on how you can get involved and, uh, start on your own healing. Awesome. All right, girl. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for being here. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have a seat waiting with your name on it.